0: And welcome back for episode two of the Blacksburg Buzz. I'm your host, Kyle Bean. And today we're going to be diving into the women's basketball roster breakdown. We're going to be recapping the early season thus far. And we're going to be previewing Clemson versus Virginia Tech on Sunday, January 21st. So without further ado, let's jump right in. Uh, So for Virginia Tech, the Hokies... Starters are going to be Liz Kitley, Georgia Amor, Kayla King, Matilda Eck, and Rose Mishaw. So Kitley, I mean, if you know Tech, you know her. Graduate student center, six foot six, the two-time ACC Player of the Year, three-time All-ACC First Team, two-time AP All-American, two-time All-ACC Defensive Team. She's the preseason number six player in the country, ranked by ESPN, the Virginia Tech all-time leader in points, field goals, blocks, double-doubles, and rebounds, and she also leads the ACC all-time in rebounds. She's easily the best player that Tech has ever seen, as far as I'm concerned, and she's just been absolutely dominant in her tenure here. Her post-fade, it's it's almost like Dirk. I mean, it is just like butter, and when she's hot, she's gonna make it. It's just as simple as that. And she's been on a tear in January. She's had quite a few dominant games. She had another great one tonight. Uh, unfortunately, the Hokies couldn't get the win against Duke, but Kitley was there and putting in the work. Uh, then our other star player, you got Georgia Amore, uh, senior guard, five foot six. She's also one of the top players in the ACC, if not the country, the 2023 ACC tournament MVP, ranked number 13 preseason by ESPN, and she's bumped up since then in the current rankings. Uh, Amor, she holds the single game assist record at 16 for Virginia Tech. She's a 2023 All-ACC First Team, AP All-American Honorable mention. She's one of the most dynamic players in women's basketball. She's shifty, she can make shots, she's acrobatic in the lane. Amor can do it all, and she does it at a really high level. Teams are afraid of her, she can take hold of the game without even thinking about it, and before you know it, she'll have 30 on you. She's just one of those players, and watching her go at it with Caitlin Clark and you know the players at LSU, it's... It's just a sight to see. Uh, Then you got Kayla King, one of the other returners from last year's Final Four run. Grad student, guard, she's six foot. King's a great shooter. Uh, She holds the VT record in a single game for threes at nine. There's been quite a few games where she's hit six, seven threes. When King is hot, the Hokies win. It's simple as that. She's like that bonus on top. When you've got Amor and you've got Kitley playing, that's already a duo to be feared. But when King's hitting shots too, oh my God, the Hokies are unstoppable. Then you got Matilda Eck, Jr. She plays the guard forward, uh, depending on who's in the lineup. Six foot, and she previously played at Michigan State last year, transferred over to play with Kenny Brooks and the crew. Ek, another fantastic shooter, especially from range. Uh, She's shooting about 40% on the year from three, which is pretty good. And Eck just ignites the team. Uh, It's been quite a few games where she comes in in the second quarter, she comes in in the third quarter, after sitting for a couple minutes, And it just hits two big threes. And then all of a sudden, Tech's up six. Or if they were up two, now they're up eight. And she just lights the team up and gets them moving. She just lights the team up and gets them moving. And you know, that spark, when it's coming off the bench, when it's coming out of the starting lineup, it is huge to get Tech going. Because one of the things they struggle with is just getting started, coming out hot, Especially, you know, in the third quarter, when they do that well coming out of the locker room, when they come out hot, they play really well. They win. When they come out slow, you know, bad things happen. They tend to lose track of the game, lose hold of the lead a little bit, and it's led to a couple losses this season. And then to round out the starting lineup, you've got Rose Mishaw, junior forward. She's six foot two and came in from Minnesota this year. Mishaw's easily the most powerful player on the Hokies lineup. Big Ten honorable mention last year. Uh, She has struggled to find her role a little bit um, within the team scheme, and that's kind of brought her minutes down gradually over the season. But she does have her moments. She's had a couple games where she's played a lot more depending on the matchup and just been a really big presence for Tech. And I think moving forward, She's going to be really important on the team, but she just needs to really carve out her role a little bit better and figure out where she fits in. But you know, that's hard coming from a different school. So that's the starters. Uh moving on to our bench players. You've got Karis Baker, freshman forward six foot two. Uh the freshman really found her stroke against LIU earlier this year with a career high 18 points. She's been a knockdown shooter for Tech, shooting over 55% from three-point. Karis Baker is going to be a huge building block for the Hokies in the future. I mean, when you're looking at losing Liz Kitley, bringing someone in like Karis Baker, who's already making this much of an impact in her freshman season, the future does look bright, even though you're losing some of the best players in program history in just the next season or two. Then you've got Carly Wenzel, redshirt freshman, guard. She's six foot, an absolute defensive nightmare. Carly Wenzel is probably the Hokies' best defender all around. Uh, She hasn't been putting up big numbers, but she's still young, um, finding her place in the team. And, you know, it's her first real season. She didn't play last year. So, you know, working through the kinks and just she needs to see the ball go through the net a little bit more. But that defensive presence has really kept her in the lineup, and she's guarded some of Tech's most talented opponents already this season. Then you've got Clara Strack, another freshman center. She's six foot five. Strack is literally younger Liz Kitley. Talking to Kenny Brooks in the press conferences, he says it himself. Everyone sees it, you know, one-inch difference, but they play very similarly. Uh, both are very, very talented, very tall. Um, Strack just needs to develop a little bit more, but, you know, playing her with Kitley, a lot of times they play alongside each other in what I like to call the supersized lineup. And oh my God, it is terrifying to watch Strack and Kitley take on other teams, especially some of those teams where they're a little bit smaller. Just having those two huge presences is insane. So between Strack, Baker, and Wenzel, I think Tech looks pretty good uh, coming in the next few years. They've got a lot of talent in those new recruits. Then you've got Olivia Samuel, graduate. She plays the guard or forward, depending on who's in, six foot two, and she's coming in from Wake Forest this year. She's been a solid transfer for Tech. She's had a few high scoring games, like Tulane and Rutgers, and she's putting quite a few boards up on the stat sheet for playing such low minutes, so I'm happy with Samuels' play. I think she's been a good addition for Tech. Then to round out, you've got Samaya Suffren, Gabby Brooks, and Mackenzie Nelson. Uh, Suffren's pretty much, suffering is the only one of those three that has seen the court this year. Freshman guard, she's five foot eight. She's played about fifty-four minutes. Uh, A little bit more since she played a little bit against Duke tonight. Um, But we haven't really seen much of her, so I can't comment about her play, really. Uh, She tends to play just short spurts here or there. Um, You know, last couple seconds of a quarter, last minute of the half, whatnot. Um, So we haven't seen much of her. And then for coach, you got Kenny Brooks. Uh, He just recently had his 500th career win as a coach. He's got 168 with Tech so far. It's his eighth season with the Hokies. Uh, previously, he was at JMU for 14 seasons. And Brooks has coached some of Tech's most talented players. Uh, he's coached Kitley, Amor, Taylor Emery, Asia Shepherd, Taylor Soul, Keanu Trailer. I mean, he's really done a great job at bringing such talented players together, bringing them into Blacksburg, and just letting them do what they do. Uh, Brooks has done a great job. I mean... Led the team to an ACC title, led the team to the Final Four last year. Uh, He's done a fantastic job, and we're just happy to have him on board. Jumping into the midseason recap, uh, we started off with a 39-point home opener win versus High Point, and a four-point loss to number three Iowa, which is now number two in the country. Uh, that was a tough game to watch, but when you're playing against Caitlin Clark, she's gonna get some points. She went off that game, and Hoagies just weren't hitting shots as well as uh, they could have been. Uh, four point loss, though, can't complain about it. But would have liked to get out of there with the win. Then a four point, then a four game win streak. Uh, Houston Christian, UNC Greensboro, Kansas, and Tulane. Get a couple wins for the Hokies, then an 18-point loss to number 7 LSU in the ACC-SEC Challenge. That game, it was kind of a poor performance all around for the most part. Uh, The team didn't really look prepared for such a physical and talented LSU team. And LSU, as good as they were last year, they brought in some of the top recruits in the portal as well. And uh, top-ranked freshmen. So, I mean... While they're not ranked quite as high as they were last year, this was the first game that Angel Reese was back after missing 4-5 or um, for some reason. Uh, So it was a really tough matchup. Um, Losing to LSU, it was was just a rough one. Um, Hokies could have played a lot better, but when you're playing such a great team, bad games are going to happen. Then an eight-game win streak with LIU, Radford, Rutgers, William & Mary... Pitt, Wake Forest, number three, NC State, and Miami. Now, NC State's dropped down quite a bit since then, losing to Tech, and they also lost tonight, I believe, to Miami as well. So we're going to see NC State drop quite a bit. Uh, I think this was their only two losses on the year, but still a really good win for the Hokies. Um, it was a really tough one. game was right down to the wire uh Hokies got just right there uh hit it with the buzzer beater king inbounded to Kitley Amor set a more set of screen and Kitley just caught it and laid it in at the rim to win the game uh this marked the Hokies first 4 and 0 start to ACC play in program history so really big way to start off ACC play for them um just getting that win against such a talented team and doing it in the fashion that they did. Then came an eight-point loss to number 21, Florida State. Uh, That one was tough, just didn't play as well as they could have. And, I mean, Florida State's a good team. It's going to happen. And then tonight, loss to Duke. First back-to-back loss for the Hokies since the 2022 postseason. Definitely not Something I want to be saying right now. But unfortunately, that's how the game went. Uh, Hokie started out hot up 11-1. to 1, Slowly lost grip of the game in the second quarter. And then Duke just erupted in the third. Dropped 27 points. Hokies were struggling. Finished with the least points for the team for the entire season. Uh, only 46 points on the night for Tech. Georgia Amore got hurt in the third. Hopefully she can come back uh, for next game. Reagan Richardson for the Blue Devils dropped 22. She had a great night. Now jumping into the Clemson preview for Sunday, January 21st. As of right now, Clemson's eight and ten. They're one and five in the ACC. So really struggling, especially lately. Uh, they're on a five-game losing streak, including their loss tonight to number 13 Louisville. Clemson, earlier in the season, they got absolutely rocked by South Carolina. 69-point loss in their fourth game of the season. I mean, we're talking about South Carolina, who didn't get rocked by them, but still, 69 points. That's insane. They had a close loss to former number 25, Mississippi State, but Mississippi State has dropped out of the rankings since then. So, You know, not as good of a win as it was, but still solid for them. Uh, They beat Duke. And as we know, the Hokies lost to Duke just tonight. After that, narrow loss to former number 24, now number 23, UNC. And former number 22, now number 15, Florida State. So good games for Clemson. They lost them, but... They're pretty close um, against two talented teams. Then a five-game losing streak that they're currently on, like I said, with number 13, Louisville. They've got three players averaging double digits. Amari Robinson, Ruby Whitehorn, and Deshaunette Harris. Robinson, 18.2 points per game. She's a good shooter. 1.1 steals and almost seven rebounds. She is a great offensive rebounder, though, and that's going to be a problem for Tech. She's got almost three per game. Whitehorn, 11.8 points per game and 1.5 steals. and Harris, just over 11 points as well, 1.5 steals, and she is the main distributor with 4.6 assists. So three really talented players on that team that we're going to have to watch out for, especially um, looks like their defense might be a little bit of a problem with those steals. Uh Clemson forces quite a few turnovers. They're getting a lot of steals. Uh, so that's going to be an issue with for the Hokies, especially if Amore is out for that game. In terms of the team stats, uh is shooting 34% as a team from three, so pretty solid. They've got a couple players dragging that down, but overall they're a good shooting team. They make over seven per game. And like I said, they're just generally full of good shooters from three. They do take a couple more free throws per game than Tech, so going to have to keep them off the lines. And Clemson has five more turnovers per game, so scoring in transition off turnovers should be a big portion of Tech's points if they want to win this game. Getting steals, forcing turnovers, that needs to be a part of the game plan if they want to walk out with a win against Clemson and end this two-game losing streak. The Hokies just need to play how they're capable of playing. Tonight wasn't a good example of that. They just didn't look good. They lost control of the game. They let Duke get hot. They let Duke do their thing. And they just didn't play the type of offense we normally see from them. There's normally a lot of passes, swinging the ball around, moving it. Today there was a lot of iso ball, and that's just not how Tech works best. Uh, So they need to get back to their roots and just take it back to what they're good at. If they can do that and do it at a high level, this game should be in the bag. If they just don't do what they need to do, they're going to lose. It's more about Tech doing the things that are going to make them win or losing the game themselves. I don't think they're going to really lose because Clemson's going to beat them. They're going to lose because they don't do what they need to do to win. Well, that's all for episode two of the Blacksburg Buzz. We'll catch you next week with a little bit more action on the men's side. So I encourage you all to have an amazing day and we'll catch you next week.